Hello, uh, my name's Beth. I am a mental health blogger from www.memyselfandmentalhealth.wordpress.com. Uh, you might already know that because you might have listened to the other audio episodes that I've been doing, or you might have been reading my blog up until now. So, yeah, that's where you can find me at. Um, it actually feels a bit weird for me today to be putting on this this happy voice. It's quite a beat voice, one that I've sort of kept the same throughout my other episodes because I'm not really feeling that. I'm not really feeling that this week. I'm feeling a bit, feeling a bit low. I've been feeling low all week for no particular reason either that I can think of. I don't know if it's because at the moment I'm not working. Um, I do have a new job that's starting but it's not until the beginning of October. So I'm not actually, I feel like I'm not doing much at the moment. Um, And that, I think the feeling of like not having a purpose, not having a routine can really take its toll on me. But it does inspire me as well. So this week I've decided to, um, to blog about the truth about my depression. So if you've been keeping up with my other blog posts or listening to my other audio recordings, it's mostly been about um, OCD because that's what I've been diagnosed with. That's what I sort of live with every day. Um, And it's been particularly, I suppose, prevalent in my life over the past year or so. but I have mentioned a few odd times that I have been diagnosed with depression before as well. Um, so that's what I'm going to talk about in this week's audio episode. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll read out what I've written and I will obviously ramble a little bit as well because that's what I seem to do. Um, so I've put on my blog, I've talked a lot about my OCD and what it's like to live with. However, I have mentioned in the odd few posts that I, that I have also had depression, but I realised this week I've never actually explored this in any more depth on my blog than the odd comment here or there. So this is a post dedicated entirely to my experience with depression and the effect this had on me even to this very day. I was in my second year of university when I sensed that something wasn't quite right, that there was some sort of shift occurring. At this point, my OCD played a very small part in my life. I had it well under control. I would go as far as saying that my existing OCD and newly diagnosed depression were actually not related at all. And I don't know whether that is a common or an uncommon thing. I kind of feel like it's a bit more uncommon, I guess, because uh, OCD can be quite uh, debilitating and relentless. And I think that can cause people to um, to then go on and develop depression because because it's hard to live with, OCD is hard to live with, but that isn't something that I've personally experienced, Um, you know, it's sometimes the amount of compulsions I have, you know, I sort of act on, or the intrusive thoughts that I get um, can be, can make me feel quite low, but I've never, I'd never say that depression has sort of happened as a result of that, Um, so yeah I've put in fact I can't pinpoint what could have caused this change in me I was having a good time at university I was in a relationship that I was happy in and I was living by the seaside down in Plymouth 
I didn't get on with my housemates very well, which caused a bit of stress. And I remember being anxious over general things in life. But to me, this didn't seem like something that could have then gone on to cause depression to develop. But maybe a lot of little things can make more of a difference than I thought, especially when combined with the mothership. I had a terrible summer break between my second and third year of university. My boyfriend and I didn't really see each other and we argued constantly. This really took its toll on me and I became increasingly miserable and withdrawn. I felt angry and anxious a lot of the time and I think I could sense that the relationship was coming to an end. But the reason we didn't see each other was because he didn't even live in, in this country. He didn't live in the UK. He was living in America. His family were American and um, well, he was American. And that meant that over the summer he went and he went back home and I didn't I didn't see him a lot. And this put a lot of pressure on the relationship. And I was I think it's because I was missing him at the time, I guess, that I sort of, I guess, took it out on him. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what was wrong. I don't know what was wrong with me. I felt different. I just felt different and I felt unhappy, I guess. And I can remember like being on holiday with my family and just sort of being like glued to my phone at the time like just like it had become part of me like an extra sort of you know extension of myself um and I just just glued to it arguing with him constantly um and that was miserable it was really miserable but neither of us were ending was ending it it was like just going on and on and on but when I arrived back to university after the summer my boyfriend broke up with me almost immediately and although I had felt some sort of change in me prior to that moment, I do feel that this event is what unleashed the depression. Heartbreak is bad enough to have to go through, but when you're coping with this in a city far away from your family and friends, it makes it ten times worse. I felt completely alone. This loneliness made me feel so anxious and panicky that things continued to spiral. I didn't sleep well during this time. I would wake up with a start every morning, feeling immediately sick as I remembered what had happened and where I was. And I had this like relaxation tape, um, a tape, <laughs> that's old school, isn't it? It's like the CD that I'd put on my iTunes. And every morning when I'd wake up with a start and my heart was beating really fast and I felt sick and I couldn't get back to sleep, I like popped my um, headphones in and I would try and listen to that to sort of calm me. And it did take a while, but I'd sort of drift in and out of consciousness. But I think it would be really hard for me to listen to that. Not that I ever would, but I think it would be difficult for me to listen to that um, that music now, that particular CD, because it would bring back bad memories. I didn't really eat because of the nausea. I survived on vegetable soup and salmon with noodles. Nutritious. And I became a shell of my former self. I couldn't find the happiness in anything and was generally low and tearful. I wanted to be better badly, but it seemed so far off in the distance. However, after making many trips to the GP, taking my medication as prescribed, going to counselling sessions and getting involved in voluntary work, I came out the other end. Managing to stay at university during such a difficult year and recover from this mental health illness is one of my biggest achievements to date. But it's strange that I say that because the truth is, I felt weak and still do, that this happened to me. I feel weak that, that things got so bad and that I got so low after a breakup. I feel weak that I couldn't manage and cope with this situation and it's made me worried what else I can't deal with in life. Will this happen to me again if another shit life event happens? 
Questioning whether or not this could happen again is terrifying, and I'm sure I'm not alone in thinking this. Going through our darkest days is something that we do not want to ever happen again, because it was such a rough time for us. I do think that this fear of my own mind and of depression in general can cause my OCD to become aggravated. When I feel like I'm slipping, the, the compulsions become worse as I desperately try to fight off any loss of control. And I do think this partly played a um, a part in when I when my OCD got bad this time last year um, because I could sense it coming back and getting worse and um, I just sort of thought oh, well you know shit what if this what if things get really bad again what if I can't cope with this what if I can't cope and I think that sort of what if I can't cope became a massive part of my OCD like not being able to cope with things it sort of thrived off that. When I talk about my depression, I talk about it in past tense. I don't consider myself to be someone who lives with depression. I see myself as someone who lived with depression. And to be honest, I don't know if that's true or not. Being depressed in my last year of university has changed me as a person. And that is something that I find quite hard to admit. Although I can find happiness in things again now, and I do generally enjoy my life, it's not quite to the same level as I could before this happened. I have down days, like every human being does, but when I am feeling low, I can find myself feeling very low indeed. So there we have it. There is the truth about my depression. And truthfully, the reason I decided to write this post was because I've been having a tough week this week, as I mentioned at the beginning. I felt low for no particular reason, apart from the one I talked about, you know, sort of not having, feeling like I don't really have a routine or a purpose at the moment. Um, and it's been tough. It's been really tough. Um, not, you know, not the most toughest period of my life. Like I've, I've dealt with worse, but, you know, it's not good fun. <laughs> um, but even though there is a part of me that's scared of depression taking hold again at some point, I'm learning to accept every day, every week even, that I don't have that kind of control. Who knows what will happen? Who knows how I will respond? I need to remind myself that I am strong, even when it feels like I'm not. I can deal with so much more than I think I can. And I really feel like that that, that, that attitude will forever help me in life with whatever, you know, it throws at me. Um, and maybe I've just learned that from my depression um yeah so that's my that's my post for this week um I didn't want it to bring anybody else down or anything it's just sort of like making sense of it in my own head I guess um and yeah I always just briefly mention it every now and again so talking about it in in some depth feels a bit um feels good it feels good to sort of yeah reflect on it a bit more I guess and share um so yeah I hope everybody's having a good week hope you have nice weekends and I will talk to you again next week okay then so take care bye